Hey, flight fans. GM as always, Dwayne here. My pronouns are he and him. This episode of Flight Risk stars... I'm Nimoy. My preferred pronouns are they, them, and I play Dork, the Mandalorian bodyguard. Hi, I'm Kyle, and I play Skip Fortuna. My pronouns are he, him, as well as Skips, and Skip is the itinerant lounge singer and lesser half of the Fortuna Twins. Hi, I'm Tessa, and I am playing Faloon Sur, the Chiss commander and former Sith officer. Let's buckle up. It's time for another Flight Risk episode. A long, long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. So, uh, yeah, you two are now watching a Devlik dive into the liquid in front of you, and it's just the two of you in the room now. That's one side on fire. Dork looks over to Falun and says, I, I do have an idea, but I don't think the people down there are going to like it very much. What's the idea? Dork points to his shock boots. <laughs> hmm. Can we coax it out of the water and you land on it? I... Mm. Hmm. Yeah, just an idea. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad idea. Okay, let's get them out. I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not particularly happy with the idea of going down there. It seems a little bit cramped right now. Um, and if I shoot down there, it, it might hit one of them. So... Yeah, <sighs> I'm with you. Um, hmm. So yeah, if you guys want to wait and see that, that's a completely fine thing, and we can switch back underwater. I think Celine's jumping in. She pulls out her viper <laughs> knife and jumps in, like, nope, 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 can't, can't let this happen. Come on, you two! <laughs> I'll try and send it to the surface. You jump on its head and shock the crap out of it. All right, all right. There is a, a should we see Falloon j- dive in, and there is a moment of silence as we just have Dork standing awkwardly above ground. Just kind of looking around. <laughs> the viper knife between her their teeth as they jump in. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we have uh, Faloon, Lem, and Skip underwater with this thing. Um, Skip, are you, are you staying under or are you going to go up for air? I, I would say you could probably hold your breath for a few rounds before you need air. Okay. And um, since you keep both are under there, give me a perception check against three purple. No. <laughs> I'm good. I choose failure. Okay, you're allowed to choose failure. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for the day we introduce a home rule where you could say, "No, I just, I just, I just get a despair on this roll, and you get a life side point for it." You know, that would be a big thing. I would say wait. if you fl- if you flip the uh, a dark side point and say, "I choose despair," I'd probably allow it. Two success point if you choose despair. Know that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would create a really terrible moment, but I'm all game for that. So two successes for Flynn. So yeah, Flynn, as you're diving there, uh, vibroblade in teeth. Uh, you notice that the cherry Dianaga eye um, is glowing brighter than the rest. 
that I know it's a beholder that you know the blueberry one is that bluish shade the raspberry one's more the purple but the cherry one it is like an unnatural red glow significantly brighter than the other two eyes oh good i have a target yes so um the dianaga will take an attack at skip since they're underwater and just tried to stab it uh, i assume skip has no defense right oh yes i do you have you have armor <laughs> with melee defense yes I was I I I don't know what you wear all the time. I know, but I've described it well. I have a, a Sith shield, actually. Mm, perfect. Mm. All right. So that is that just one defense or two? No, I'm just checking something on my character sheet. And sure. It's re repopulating, mm. and it's like nine pages long. So <laughs> uh, I have uh, I just have oh it's melee defense. I have one melee defense. Okay, so one black added to the roll there. All right. Do. And the roll. It's dark, so it has another black, right? Oh, I'll add a black. Sure, that is very true. I'll add another black. So that's a threat. Okay, so three successes and a threat. Um, That's going to be... That'll be nine damage. Ooh, (laughs) Minus whatever your soak and whatnot is. And again, not enough to ensnare you or grab you, so it just basically whips at you with its tentacle, trying to slap you away because you're waving the bright thing at it, and it doesn't like the bright thing. (laughs) The ambiguously colored bright thing. Yes. Maybe it's like a strobe thing. It switches colors every time it's turned, like those pins that you had in elementary school. Just every time he flicks it on, (laughs) it's a new color. (laughs) If anyone was going to have a rainbow lightsaber, it would be Skip. That is very, (laughs) very in character. That'd be funny. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so uh, Faloon. Mm-hmm. You're I'm underwater. Going... You see yeah. Skip get whipped. You you know there's a glowing bright eye. Yeah, I'm gonna try and um... mm-hmm. debating stab eye or use Stimpak. Stab um... eye with Stimpak. I don't want to heal the creature for five wounds. <laughs> no, no, no. If you stab it, it'll balance out. Mm. Um, I'm going to try to stab it, and um, I will <clears throat> use the stim pack if I need to uh, next round. So, okay. Sure. Uh, That'll be against uh, two purple for a melee attack. I'll give you uh, one blue because its focus is mostly on uh, Skip right now. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You are a kind of malevolence. <laughs> yeah. I try. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Okay. I stabbed the crap out of it. All hmm. right. So three. What uh, the damage for your... I assume it's just a regular vibro knife? Yeah. It says four on the sheet. Four? Okay. Mm-hmm. So four plus the three is seven... Okay, and that you were going specifically just for the glowy red eye. The right? glowy red eye, yeah. Sure. So you jam that blade into the eye, and you feel that kind of probably a familiar feeling. Faloon's been in battles before, mm-hmm. knows what it feels like to stab flesh. But after a moment of going through the flesh of the eye, you hear a clink, like you just stabbed into metal. And you can, and then your blade just stops. You can't push through whatever is inside this thing's eye. Your blade is now kind of almost wedged on it. 
Can I <clears throat> angle to try and pry whatever that is out? Um, you had you didn't um you had to move to get to it. If you want to take uh some strain to do another action, I'll let you try to rip it out. Sure. Sure. I will. I will take that strain to try and. Yeah, take two strain, and I'll give you another action. So that would be um, probably just an athletics, because you're just using brute strength to kind of okay. rip it out. All right. And that'll just be um, two purple. It'll be hard. Uh, let's make sure I have the right athletics. Mm. Okay. So as try as you might, as you're yanking and pulling, your blade is definitely freed from it, mm. but... That metal object, that glowing metal object inside of its eye is still just kind of wedged in there. But you've cut away the the fleshy bit around it, and you can see that it is definitely glowing. And in your experience, you've been around the Sith enough. You know what a a Jedi and Sith holocron will look like. And this is definitely one of the two. It's a glowing holocron for an eye. What? Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, I have, I have a target, then. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, has... Skipper, you went this round, right? You had your attack first, right? Yeah. All right, so we're going to go back outside of the pool. And, Dork, you are standing there anxiously awaiting. Uh, no, Skip hadn't attacked yet inside. Because we were outside. Oh, okay, Skip attacked, then, then you went in. Okay, so yeah, yeah, so Skip has an attack now. If you wanted, if you wanted mm-hmm. to do another attack or do mm-hmm. anything right now, uh, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Doric is still hanging out, right? So it's a PC <laughs> slot still? Yeah. It's either yeah. you or him. And since we're underwater in the current scene, I didn't know if you wanted to go since we're in the current scene. Uh, For, in the, in the narrative, we do anything. see Doric just awkwardly waiting with his rifle. <laughs> and then it just cuts back to Skip. There we go. No, we, we can do a, a do- I, No, I, I have, don't have I anything have, to do. No, no, I, have, I have something for Doric. I just didn't know if Skip wanted to go first. No, no, no. Let's go first. Sure. Skip, what do you do underwater? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't know if I, what do I see? That's the big question uh, here. I you, chose you, to fail the perception check too. So, so, uh, yeah, you weren't looking directly at the eye. So maybe you didn't notice at first what was going on. Cause you're focused on the tentacles, maybe the body itself, but you see that Falloon has gone for an eye and has stabbed at it. And now there's a glowing thing at the end of the eye stock. That's what you see. You don't know what the glowing thing is. Cause you didn't really look at it, but there's a glow now coming from where there was once an eye. <laughs> Okay. I don't, I don't say this since Skip, you've we've established that around these kind of very strong force artifacts, Skip mm-hmm. generally does have a feeling about them. We had it when okay. we were over in the museum, and the same thing here. When this thing is finally ripped from that fleshy kind of part it was in, you kind of feel this kind of bittersweet feeling, like a a happy sadness kind of hits you, like strawberry rhubarb. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it is a mixed berry dianoga. Exactly. All. So it, it, you almost feel in your mouth strawberry rhubarb pie. Gross. I hate that. I spit blah <laughs> in the water. Blah, blah. <laughs> um, maybe I will try to cut that tentacle free then, or that eye stalk free with my white lightsaber. Sure. It is now visible to be seen. All right. <laughs> sure. Uh, just give me the regular uh, two purple. And I'll give you Kay. one blue because it is uh, distracted by a uh, falloon stabbing it in, in its eye. Ooh. And one black because I'm underwater, right? Yeah, one black because you don't have the underwater training that falloon would probably have. Zero underwater training. I'm Skip Fortuna, <laughs> not a. Nicole and skip swim. Like that. That's the question. Well, he, he might have done, 
He might have been synchronized swimming or something else in his youth. I don't know. <laughs> Can skip sync? <laughs> All right. Ooh, three successes. Oh, no. No successes. Three advantage. <laughs> All right. So I'm really bad at this. Loose lip sync. It's your yeah. first time, really. It's like the first time or second time. I like, I like how I don't cut it off, but I'll mm. use the advantage to have like knocked the... Uh, the bobbly holocron out and it kind of just floats towards me slowly <laughs> sinking to the bottom exactly that would be yes it, you, you do free it Adia, it, and it free from the Dianaga the weight of the thing just starts dropping in front of you so yeah you didn't not cut off the tentacle but it is falling away from you in that All kind right. of slow motion kind of how things fall in, in liquid I'll um, use my incidental my movement to try to make a grab for the, the thing as it, sure. as it goes down Sure, mm-hmm. just give me an athletics check against no. um, one purple and you choose to fail. That's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with you uh, swinging at it and missing it and it's falling between your hands and all that kind oh, of thing. No. <laughs> so we'll go back uh, to the surface and Doric is standing there ready to move and you hear just a voice behind you and goes, mm-hmm. How's it going for them? <laughs> Mm-mm. Doric uh, uh, is is unable to not be uh, shocked by this. He jumps back a little bit and he, he looks over. Uh, don't know. Uh, can't really see down in the oil. Yeah, you turn and you see a familiar glowing visage of uh, Junta Paul kind of just looking at the liquid and going I told him to come and get it. Is he actually underwater? Ye- yes. This Padawan surprises me. I did not find him to be the fighter. He seemed more the thinker. Does he usually dive headfirst into situations like this? <laughs> no, he dives on his butt and slips in without a ripple. <laughs> he. I, I wouldn't describe it so much diving as tumbling. Um, I do my best. Uh, he, uh, Dork sort of looks back. Uh, so, what? Why berries? Sometimes you're up late and you have ideas of whimsy. And Dill liked the idea, and I didn't want to tell him no. So inspired by it, I didn't think it would hurt him to do this thing he's trying to do. Clearly, he has been able to tap into emotions, force, and. Life energies in ways I never would have predicted. It's unusual, but great discoveries are often unusual. So, how long are you going to stand here while they drown in that liquid? Is that a thing you tend to do? (laughs) We see Dork's entire body bristle up a little bit. Hey, look, I I jumped in there just a minute ago. I'm, uh, ah, and he goes and he jumps in. I'm only saying there's a lot of force stuff happening. They're going to need assistance down there. It may become a whole thing. <laughs> okay, okay, look, I'm, go- I'm going to jump in, but not because you told me to. <laughs> he sets down his rifle. <laughs> Does the little I'm uh, uh, the little I'm I'm watching you motion, and then goes and dives into the water with his rifle. Sure. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you dive into that liquid, and as you hit it, that's kind of at that moment where Skip is swinging at a mm-hmm. glowing object that's kind of floating down away from them. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a chance since you're diving mm-hmm. in, and Doric mm-hmm. has field training. He probably has underwater training. We know he has mm-hmm. the vacuum with space training, so underwater training makes sense as well. I also so, don't get any uh, black dice from it being dark. Yeah, oh yeah, because you got your, your mask and stuff on. So if you want to give an athletic check to see if you can get that thing before it tumbles deeper into that darkness away where you get farther and farther away from you guys, I'll let you yeah. do that. Um, I'll say that's going to be a three purple because you got tentacles whipping about and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And you're trying mm-hmm. to get past all of it. All right. Uh, any blues, any blacks? Um, I'll give you one blue because the thing was not mm-hmm. expecting you to come in there. So I'll give you one advantage because it wasn't expecting you. I don't think even Dora was expecting <laughs> Hey! Three okay. successes, two threats. All right. So, yeah, in that splash, uh, Skip, the thing kind of floats away from you, and you, you're watching. You just go out of your out of your grasp, and then that familiar form of, you know, our favorite Mandalorian kind of just dives underneath you in a nice, beautiful dive, and his hand just reaches out, and he grabs that holocron that was drifting away from you. Joe is going to be so angry that you called Dork our favorite Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm sure I call, I've called him our favorite Mandalorian in his episodes at some point. So it's, it's all fair. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm like I'm like a proud parent. You're, the whatever kid I'm talking to is my favorite kid. So that's the way it works. <laughs> so you have this holocron in your hand, and Dork, you feel an unnatural connection for you. You don't have a lot of experience with the force, but in this moment, as you wrap your, your, your gloved hand around it, you kind of lose your own vision and you realize that you are now seeing through the eyes of the Dianaga, the two eyes that it has left. Gross. And you feel that hunger that it feels that it just wants to eat. It doesn't hate you. It doesn't like you. It's just hungry right now. And you are the food. Okay. Dork idly wonders what the Dinaga tastes like. <laughs> mm, I mean, we got oil, we got... <laughs> we I assume it's like a very greasy kind of mixed berry apple pie thing that was probably too much oils were put into it, so it's really not cooked well. Like an undercooked apple pie. <laughs> we'll see. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, I think that's my action for the for the thing. So yeah, you guys underwater see Dork grab on to the thing, and there's this moment where Dork kind of stops his swim, and you notice that the Dianagas also stopped its tentacles, and they're both kind of just floating there together. Not really <laughs> staring at it, maybe Dork staring at it, but it's kind of just staring forward. It's not really reacting anymore. It's kind of calmed down a bit, and its tentacles kind of slowly let go of the two unconscious devlicks. And they're kind of floating there in this thick liquid. It's not so thin that they float to the top. So they're kind of still hovering in that same spot. But it's kind of let go for now. Dork continues to hold on to the holocron and sort of uh, uh, swims over to the nearest person to try and gently pull them up. Sure. Let's say you uh, go over and you grab uh, Fugit and Mm -hmm. you're able to uh, pull him to the surface. Um, Faloon, I... Yeah, I'm going to grab a Devlik. Mm-hmm. Sure. You'll grab a Mel and then uh, Skip. Are you coming up? Or are you going to hang out with the, the Dianaga for a little while longer? Uh, 
what's the sense I get from the Dianaga? Uh, the moment that uh, Dork took control of the Holocron, that it it is hungry, but it's confused. Like it feels something is bouncing around its head. Maybe the way that it bounced around your guys' head, that Dork's kind of there. So it's confused and that, that, that overwhelming, that hungry, hungry, need to eat, need to eat. And then just that backbeat of what's going on. I'm confused. What's going on? Like it's never been in this situation before. Okay. Um, yeah, I will uh, swim away and try to get back up to the edge of the pool mm -hmm. and hoist my oily, soaked self uh, mm -hmm. up. Sure. You guys get to the surface. You drop the two unconscious uh, devlicks. Kind of their limb swims up and goes, oh, just spitting out that black liquid. Go, that was that was crazy. I don't even know what that thing was. I've never seen anything like that. Are my brothers okay? Are they alive? Well, are they? Uh, she's uh, starting to try and mm -hmm. heal as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So they are kind of in an unconscious state, like almost mm -hmm. like comatose. They've been mm -hmm. in the tentacles a lot longer than you. You guys were only there for a little bit, and you went through three visions. They've mm -hmm. been there for maybe hours, maybe days longer than you have. So they've been mm -hmm. severely traumatized by whatever they saw. <clears throat> and uh, Skip, you kid, as you get out of the surface, you see a Junta kind of standing there in the way, you know, just looking at you almost to Paul. Yes, he stares at you in a proud way and goes, uh, I'm Adwan. It's nice to see you take action. I thought you were more passive than that. I just tried to stop it from getting to the other pool. That's all. That was... Very noble of you. Oh, I would. Well, thank you. Well, whoever melded these together has perverted what this holocron can do, and. Oh, that is very, very clearly the case. I mean, the Emperor outside, um, Vitiate, he, he sent us in here to get it in the first place, so uh, you knew him, right? He was far after my time, though. Ah! I Time means very little when you're one with the Force. I have heard his voice. I have felt him. He is indeed very powerful. Whether he is evil or good, it is not mine to throw accusations on others. But he does wield tremendous power. So that is something you must be careful Well, he definitely seems to want to use it to hurt people. Um... So if there's another way out of here, could you just light that up? I'm walking over to the two <laughs> devlicks at the same time, by the way. Sure. Uh, this tomb has but one way out that I know of. There is no other way out through the pool. This place was designed to be a test of sorts to make sure you were worthy of the prize you've now won. Excellent. Well, um... There isn't like an access portal or some sort of oxygenation fanny thing to the circ we could we could circumnavigate. I'm looking around. I lay my hand upon the uh, the, the closest devlek to me, and I reach out with the force. So I want to um, explain how this thing uh, works, uh, Skip. That if you 
You can heal it yourself. If you use the holocron, this thing to help you heal, you get two additional pips. But the catch <laughs> for this is you have to use them. Mm. So if they are dark, you have to channel that dark side. If they're light, feel free to use the light. But it does increase your power, but you don't. it's not something you can turn off and on. If you use it, it's something you have to use. Oh, well, I'm gladly not touching it at the moment yet. Yeah. So I, just, I just want to let you know mechanically how it all works, what the explanation he was talking about, emotions and the force, what it would mean for you to roll if you actually use the thing. I just want to use the uh, the sense ability right now to reach out and sense the thoughts of the uh, the devilic before me. The one that's unconscious lying there? Yeah. Yeah, it is just sad. It's just like if someone has been crying for days. Well, not his emotions, but oh. what is he? Where is he oh, locked is he up in his thoughts? Yeah. Oh, in his thoughts? Sure. It's just, just you can almost hear the voice. Please stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please stop. Okay, well, he's very sorry, and he wants everything to stop. It's okay, we've stopped, and I, like, slap him gently <laughs> on the face. So, yeah, they just remain in that kind of stunned state for now. They need I it. wonder if, if in the final cut we're going to include that 10-second long silence. <laughs> I don't that was me trying to read the power to see if there was anything else I get from the... Uh... I just sense the current thoughts of one living target with whom he is engaged. I can't, like, communicate with him or anything, so... I'm gonna be right back. Do you want me to try and use it? Use what? The holocron? I don't know if I can. I'm not... Oh! Sure! I never thought of a non-force user using it. I just... Hmm. I like the idea of that. Sure, why not? Be using something you had, some ancient magical thing that we have you have no idea how it works, but I like the I idea. I have no that. idea how it works. <coughs> Alright, she's okay. here. Take my hand. Alright. She All does. Right. They do. So, yeah, you guys take hands and do you explain Skip how would how do you explain no, how you I say nothing. You say nothing. Just That's <laughs> hold her hand and look at Falloon with hope. <laughs> All right, let's hope this works. All right, so how this would go, since you have no force points of your own, you're just going to flip the force. You're going to do two force points okay. of the, the orb, the, the holocron itself. All right. How do I roll that? Uh, the, the white little pentagon thing. Okay, so just two, two of those? Two of those, yeah. All right. Let's see how this works. Okay. <laughs> All right, so since they have to be used, uh, we have to flip a, a thing to use it. We have to force that to happen. All right. the dark side points. Yeah, that's another dark side point. So you are going to uh, experience a dark, a dark feeling when you you have to basically channel a dark emotion to bring this person back. So what feeling does Faloon inject into? We'll say that it's Mel. Um, how do you wake them up? What feeling, either anger, fear, whatever, what do you channel into them to wake them up? Um, I think anger. Anger at potentially losing their brothers. Ang anger at being stuck in the situation. Anger at being 
forced into something they had no understanding of. Sure. So, yeah, you just feel this rage and then skip because you're holding their hand. You feel that maybe not overwhelmed, but you feel it radiating from Flume, this anger, this just pure, almost like rage flow from them through the orb into Mel, and he just sits up screaming. He just goes, no! And he just looks left and right and just pushes back like afraid of whatever was in front of him because he's just waking up from unconscious and he doesn't know what's going on. And he's just crying and scurrying back and like almost like curling into a fetal position and rocking back and forth. And he's, I'm sorry. Please stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thanks for listening to the Flight Risk Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please head over to the podcast service of your choice and leave us a review. Every review helps more people find the show. If you want to help the show out, please spread the word on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Flight Risk Pod and on Facebook. If you want to help us in a monetary fashion,